Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. So, have you ever had those moments where there's only, there's more than two of you, three or more, um, and you all want to play the same game, but your console only has two controller ports? Well, what you need in that instance is a multiplayer adapter, which turns one controller port into a few more. Well, the Dreamcast came with four controller ports as standard. For the Mega Drive, you had a Sega Tap or a four-player adapter for multiplayer. Uh, or occasionally you had cartridges with extra controller ports. We are looking at you, Micro Machines. So, uh, the availability of these adapters depended on what part of the world that you were in. But the Saturn went not one step, but two steps further with a six-player multiplayer adapter. Which, as you may have figured out by the name, gives you six controller ports for the price of one. <laughs> Resident SD say I'm confused by this concept of other people. <laughs> what are controller ports? Wait, they didn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> Back in ye olden days, where everything, where, where the control, where the, the consoles were powered by steam. Um, yeah, things like this actually come in useful when I have uh, my retro gaming parties, uh, which I do on occasion. Um, so. There is the possibility, using two of these multiplayer adapters, of up to 12 players at once. So what games took full effect of this? Well, apart from Saturn Bomberman, which I am reliably informed by Multiclass Geek uh, that it is possible to set that up, but it is really, really difficult to actually configure correctly so that it works in the way that you would hope it does. I've not done that myself, but he has actually tried it and reliably informs me that it is a pain in the backside to configure. But other than that, we had mostly sports games like football, tennis, golf, basketball. But there's one sports... since sports games are kind of much of muchness, especially for that sort of era. There's nothing all that interesting to actually cover there. But there are a few games that do something a little bit more interesting. So let's take a look at those, shall we? I am going to start with Guardian Heroes, uh, which was released in 1996 and published by Sega. You play through this side-scrolling beat-em-up, which adds extra depth by letting you jump between three fixed planes and then implementing a control scheme similar to a fighting game, allowing you to input moves similar to fighting games, leading you to pulling off combos. Now, you might be wondering how exactly uh, the six-player adapter works in this particular instance. Well, I'll get to that, but after the mu our first music break. 
So I am going to play a couple of tracks from Guardian Heroes for you. Uh, first of all, we have Fighters of Pain and then Shuffler in the Dark. The second witch, Shuffler in the Dark, was requested by Hydro. Hello, Hydro. I'm not sure if you're around or if you're going to listen to the podcast, but here's your requested, well, requested song. So please enjoy those and I'll speak to you after this music break. afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace. 
and that was Guardian Heroes Shuffler in the Dark, requested by Hydro. And then before that, we had also from Guardian Heroes Fighters of Pain. Um, though I'm saying Guardian Heroes has a really good soundtrack, it really does. There's some really lovely uh, music tracks uh, in that OST. It was a bit of a, um, a difficulty to actually pin it down to only two. Um, well, one that I picked since one was a request. There were some others that I was like, hmm, but those were two pretty good ones. So, speaking of Guardian Heroes, you start the game's story mode with four heroes. Han, Randy, Ginjiro and Nicole. Your selected fighter then has to make their way through various levels, which will differ on each playthrough depending on which actions you take. There are 30 different levels and 5 different endings, and at the end of each level you'll be able to spend the experience you gain to boost your player's levels in strength, vitality, intelligence, mentality, agility and luck. I'm not sure what the difference between intelligence and mentality is, but what do I know? Along with exploring different levels as you play through multiple times, you'll be able to ha you'll have the chance to unlock more characters and fill out the roster of fighters available to you in the versus mode. If you manage to unlock all available characters, you'll have over 40 fighters to choose from. 40, 40. Wow, it's pretty impressive. Now, while the story mode only allows two players, the versus mode allows up to six players both human and NPC, to duke it out to see who is best. Now, while six players is pretty impressive, and Guardian Heroes is a pretty good um, way of showing it off, it's such a good game, letting you use one six-player adapter, well, what about eight players? Well, for that we have to look at what is essentially a Mario Kart ripoff called Street Racer. The Saturn version released everywhere except the US and has you playing as one of eight racers, with one additional character that you can unlock, that you can use to win in a variety of championship races that the game offers, in a setup very similar to the early Mario Kart games. One quick aside about Street Racer, however, this game was actually first released in 1994 for the Super Nintendo, with additional releases uh, across 1994 to 1997 for the Mega Drive, Game Boy, Amiga, PlayStation and PC. Uh, accordingly, I have uh, one of the tracks that I'm about to play is actually from the Mega Drive version. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to play a couple of tracks from uh, Street Racer. The first one is from the Saturn version of Street Racer and it is called Rumble. And then from the Mega Drive version of Street Racer we have the title theme. So I'll be back after this music break to talk a bit more about Street Racer.
Hello, my name is Gavi, and you're listening to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze on Radio Sega. sneaky little bit of uh, some James Brown sampling going on there. Uh, that was Street Racer Mega Drive, the title theme. And then before that we had the Saturn version of Street Racer and that was Rumble. Uh, there's some really nice uh, guitar effects in that uh, that Rumble um, track. Uh, I quite like the guitar in that one. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, Street Racer. It looks pretty similar to Super Mario Kart in terms of art style and graphics, but doesn't entirely play the same. The tracks are a bit more compact, leading to a higher chance of bumping into your fellow racers, and rather than actually receiving weapon power-ups, you actually already have a series of attacks available, with your racers being able to launch attacks in front, behind and to the sides. It actually reminded me very vaguely of the crazy motorcycle section from the original version of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, just in terms of how the attacks function. The main power-up available is actually a turbo boost that lets you boost to hopefully leave others choking on your dust. Doesn't always work like that though because um, the rubber band AI is a bit harsh. I mean, that's fairly typical for kart races of the period, but it's still not great. One interesting little tidbit about Street Racer, uh, with the PlayStation being the main competitor to the Saturn, I mean, it wasn't designed to be, but that's what ended up happening, it was a pleasant surprise to find out that the Saturn version is in fact the superior one, as the graphical quality outstripped the PlayStation in every regard. If you do a side-by-side -side comparison, you find that the PlayStation version lacks a lot of details on the tracks that are shown in full in the Saturn version. Which is pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the Saturn was actually... when they were just they were like coming up with the Saturn, they thought that the Jaguar was going to be the big competitor, if I remember correctly. And then the PlayStation came along and was like, hello, yes, that's, that, oh, is that your lunch? No, it's mine now. Om nom 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 nom. Whoopsie. What's going on in the chat? 
<laughs> people posting gifts of James Brown. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Electro Boogaloo has been posting some pictures as usual. So um, posted the picture of the Street Racer box art. Um, I mean, it's it's some pretty ugly art, I'll be honest. Um, and there's some quite astonishing stereotypes in there. Uh, the, the 90s were a wild time, as Chimp98 quite rightly says. It was um, it was a pretty a pretty wild time, the 90s. Uh, Electropical has also posted a, a playthrough of Street Racer. Uh, so if you're on the Discord, um, come and have a look and you'll be able to see that. It was, um, you can see how similar it is to Mario Kart in a lot of ways. Uh, although, yeah, it doesn't quite play the same. So the next thing I'm going to be taking a look at is actually a, it's called Full Cal Mini Yonku Super Factory. Oh, good grief. Full Cal Mini Yonku Super Factory, which is another racing game, kinda. It's on a smaller scale, by which I mean it's a mini motorized car racing game. So they're kind of like little um, remote control cars. So think micro machines, that sort of thing. I'm gonna loop my talkpad. The game is based off a manga which itself was created as a tie-in for Tamaya Corporation's line of mini four-wheel drive products. This is a few layers deep, isn't it? The manga sees brothers Go and Retsu Saber uh, competing against various other races as well as with each other in your classic sibling rivalry sort of sense. Um, so I, I would usually put some... Uh, music in in here uh but we couldn't actually follow me and uh nicholas Saman looked for some and couldn't find any so uh yeah we we spoke we both couldn't find any music from this it's that obscure and if nick can't find any you know it's obscure so when you're ready to race in uh mini yonku super factory you have three different modes to choose from. One player mode, versus mode, and a time attack mode. You also have the ability to customize your cars, changing things such as the body, the bumper, wheels, engine, and the rollers, which are designed to keep your car in its respective lane and stop it from colliding with the wall. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to see the uh, the box art that, uh, the Japanese box art that Electric Boogaloo's put up on uh, the Discord. I mean, it's nicer than the the American box art for Street Racer, but that's not exactly a high bar to, uh, to clear. Um, but let's have some more music then. Uh, I'm going to put a couple of requests in here since I couldn't find music for um, Yonku Super Factory. So instead, we're going to have some th a track from Saturn Bomberman, and that's Bottle Battle Game requested by Pocket Larry. And then from NBA Action 98, main menu, and that one was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after this to finish talking about, about uh, Mini Yonku Super Factory. And one other game, so enjoy. 
NBA Action 98, the main menu theme requested by Electric Boogaloo. And then before that, we had from Saturn Bomberman Battle Game requested by Pocket O'Leary. And Pocket O'Leary has forgotten that this is not VG Beats Box and uh, can't, uh, they cannot use the uh, rewind uh, command on me. Discord is not a remote control for your Radio Sega DJs. <laughs> Please try and remember this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Electric Boogaloo also posted a picture of the special edition Bomberman uh, six-player adapter, uh, which is actually shaped like a Bomberman head. It's really cute. Uh, have a look if you uh, on the Discord if you um, if you can, or um, see if whoever's uh, is it you doing socials at the moment, Greyfall. Yes. Yeah, Grey Four is handling socials today, so uh, see if they can post a, a picture of it because it is very cute. You should see it. Um, Pocket Lair is also saying that Bomberman is the poster child for multi-taps. Um, not wrong. Uh, I would say that and uh, Micro Machines, although Micro Machines can, comes with its own multi-tap in the cartridge. Back in the day, it did anyway. Such glorious fun when you when you're a few beers in and you decide to do the thing where you have uh, two people on one controller for that game. It's great. Anyway, um, Electro Boogaloo also says that uh, NBA Action '98 was actually the genesis of the long-running NBA 2K series. So yeah, if you're a fan of that game series, then that's where it all started. I'm personally not that interested in sports games, but um, Fair play if you are, and that one had a pretty good banging tune, so that's good. Moving back to Full Cal Mini Yonku Super Factory. Good grief, that's a long, uh, long title. So that game is listed on Sega Retro as a game capable of using the six-player adapter, but I couldn't actually find any gameplay footage to prove it. But thankfully, um, Grayfor and I actually like were painstakingly making our way through uh, translating a Japanese magazine review. <laughs> you see what we go through for research for this show? Line by line translating a ma Japanese magazine review. Uh, and we rewarded with confirmation that it can in fact support up to five players, which makes sense as the start line has spaces for exactly five races. How convenient. A special limited edition of the game was released, uh, although only in Japan as far as I was able to tell, which actually had parts to customise an existing mini four-wheel drive car to make it look like the Gun Blaster XTO, which is one of the available cars shown on the back of the game case. Um, Pocket Larry is saying, I wonder if a four-player game of Micro Machines has ever got heated enough for someone to pull the cartridge out by the controller. Oh god, I hope not. That, that, wow. <laughs> Nicholas Amal saying, individuals, modern research methods have moved to the Hidden Palace. <laughs> yeah, this is what we get for, for uh, doing shows featuring like really obscure things, isn't it, Nick? Um, we, we do make this rod for our own backs. Um, 
but we, we go the extra mile to provide you with this Sega education. Where was I? Right, yes, as a final bonus, I am going to talk about a mini-game that was found in another certain game which supports up to six players. The mini-game is called Death Tank, and the game it's found in is called Power Slave, which is also known as Exhumed in Europe, and Seireki 1999 Fero no Fukusa Fukatsu in Japan. Uh, I'm just going to call it Power Slave. Um, Power Slave itself is actually a single-player game, but by collecting 23 dolls hidden throughout the game, you'll unlock the means to play Death Tank, which you can access from the main menu. The thing is, Power Slave is a graphical masterpiece compared to Death Tank. Because <laughs> the, the tanks are pretty much nothing other than, like, coloured trapezoids. Uh, the, the land is kind of vaguely yellow-orange mountain range, and you're effectively playing worms with all the serial numbers filed off. Because you move your tank from side to side, aim your projectiles, which ha are in an arc, and you can collect some power-ups, which include remote-control missiles. I mean, um, it, it's, it's actually really terrible. Um, I found some gameplay footage of it, and it's it's just awful. You'd be much better off playing any version of Worms. Any version of Worms. <laughs> oh dear. But you can't win them all, can you? Um, yeah, I mean, if you look this up, it's... Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. Uh, Nicholas Mon saying there's a lot of new techniques to learn to get the best Sega education. Seireki means AD, by the way. So it's um, 1999 AD, Pharaoh of something. Uh, people tell me occasionally to learn Japanese. I'm like, no, <laughs> languages are not my strong suit. Uh, there's a great version of Power Slave out there now, says Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, um, the version, the Exhumed version is actually supposed to be very, very good. Um, I was going to say, is uh, is Death Tank included? <laughs> uh, Electric Boogaloo is saying, I don't think Death Tank is on there, though. Just as well, it's not very good. Let's have some music, shall we? Uh, so, from Power Slave, we have Level Theme 10 and also Kill Matt Arena. So, um, enjoy these, and I'll be back after this for Chipchun Corner, where, speaking of worms...
Hi, I'm Resident SD, host of Lay and Live. And when it comes to boosting your Sega education, there's no better place than the Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Slave Killmart Arena, and then before that we had the level theme from 10, 20, and 25, Power Slave. Um, yeah, we, we think we figured out that uh, Pharaoh no Fukatsu uh, actually means Resurrection of the Pharaoh, uh, which, considering it, other title is exhumed, kind of makes sense. But we're moving into the Chiptune Corner now. So, as some of you probably know by now, uh, the city I live in is home to a project called Steel City Chiptune. Uh, in which Chiptune artists from all over the world have the opportunity to visit our fair city and play for a live audience. We've had uh, people such as Kenobit, Chipzel and Bitshifter who have all played here in the city. Uh, but one of the organisers for this event is called Harley Rain. Uh, he's better known as Harley Likes Music. He and another talented musician called Gwen have teamed up to create a chiptune remix of the awesome theme from Worms Armageddon. So this is why um, I was saying, speaking of worms earlier, because here we go. So um, Harley does actually have a... SoundCloud. So I'm going to post that into the Discord. So if you enjoy this, please go and have a listen to some of the music and download it and pay for it and say how great he is because um, he's a very talented guy and so is Gwem. So here we go with Worms Armageddon featuring Gwem by Harley Likes Music. Please enjoy! Oh, my God. 
to the ground by a concrete donkey. Linnea found a crate full of explosive sheep. She let one loose, but the hill was too steep. And now it's the curtain call, the final onslaught. A better bullet could you possibly afford? A spare a thought to foggy and with it his friends. To fight with their honour and fight until the end. Highly likes music featuring Gwem, Worm's Armageddon that chip tune remix. Um, yeah, I've just wanted to uh, have a shout out for to Nicholas Aman for his really hard work finding music for me. Um, it seems like no matter how obscure it is, he manages to find something. I think this is the first time he's actually been beaten. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I uh, I really appreciate you, Nick. You're you're pretty good. Uh, Resident Nissy saying absolute tune. That was amazing. Uh, I'll send you a copy if you want because uh, yeah, it's a it's a brilliant track that one. And um, Chip Knight yet is saying this this rocks. Uh, great show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and see you Electric Boogaloo later. They have to go unfortunately. But thanks for joining us. Uh, so thank you to everybody for tuning in today. Unfortunately, I do have to take a hiatus for a few weeks, as next week I'm actually attending the Final Fantasy XIV FanFest down in London. And after that I'm visiting my parents, and then after that I'm starting a new job. So I'm going to be pretty busy, um, so no show for a few weeks. Uh, but be sure to get in touch if you do have ideas for topics that I can cover when I come back. You can reach me through Discord, where I am Skyblaze42, or you can reach me through uh, Blue Sky, um, where I am Blazing Skies at uh, whatever it's called, bsky.app or whatever the hell it is, um, or you can contact me at uh, on Mastodon, where I am Blazing Skies at tech.lgbt, or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega channels on social media, Twitter, I'm not calling it X. Um, Blue Sky, I think we're on. I think we're on Mastodon, Facebook, Discord. Anywhere you can find uh, Radio Sega, you can probably reach me eventually. So I've got one last track to go out on, and because I've been talking about the Sega Saturn, gonna have the Sega Saturn Startup Sound Remix from My My Green. 
I've been Skyblaze. This has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. I'll see you in a few weeks, everyone. Take care. Good night. the show check out the full radio sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows radio sega playing the best sega music 24 7